We don't even have internet now. No, I like your name last week. My name. Oh no, really? Yeah, it's back. Uh, my name. Yeah, the cat. Catch. Catch twenty two. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, you have to be a real fan to get the name. <laughs> and then they're never mentioned. <laughs> yeah, which I quite like. It's all very cryptic. Yeah, um, but but there the is going on. There is something behind every one of them. Yes. I don't know if we're recording or not. Um, yeah, we are. We've been recording. I had to record to get the level, so we are recording. So I suppose I, I will leave that in. We will. I'll make sure that's left in. So, um, welcome to Look at Will You Listen. Uh, two old radio heads going through six subjects in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. And we have just mentioned the names, which we shouldn't yes. have done. So it's not as cryptic anymore. No, but this- Al comes up with all the names. Thank and it all has something to do with the number. Yeah. And I don't look forward to them. Yeah, but what can I say? I, one or two you have come up with. The weird, really weird ones, though. No, no, no. They're, they're the really intelligent ones. Anyway, uh, we're doing our stories. Bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. You're welcome to contribute. Look at uh, look at, at uniquemedia.ie or tweet look at podcast on Twitter. The business is done. The business is done. I'm Neve Bennett. Oh, I forgot that part. I'm Al yeah. Dunn. You're still uh, down as Neve McManus on the, on, the, on the account. You know that. I haven't properly changed my name because I haven't received a marriage certificate Don't tell yet. me you still haven't got it. Um, I'm going to just go and apply for one. I, I don't know if it's like a COVID thing or maybe I was supposed to apply for one anyway, but I thought you got something in the post to say, yeah, you is hitched. So hello there. You've just got, hello, you've just got married. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking like a t-shirt or a baseball cap or something. Yeah. But no, um, I feel like in Vegas they do that for you, but, um, I don't have that piece of paper, so I can't change your property on bank cards and everything else. And I just decided I'm going full whack. Changing the name. Neve Bennett, Mrs. Bennett, the most ridiculous character in, I think, fiction. Yes, I want to be that person. Yes, I want to be called after her. She's absolutely hilarious and worrying, and I want that. Hmm. Is Dave related to Alan Bennett? Uh, I'm going to say yes. He absolutely, he's as, as related to Alan Bennett as I am to J.P. McManus, so no. But I'll take credit for it. Damn if I'm right getting too. credit for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I take, you know, I'm related to the Don Stores people. Yes, I I heard you get free hummus when you go in. <laughs> I can think of nothing worse. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he never goes. Exactly. I think I've seen you going into Dunn's. I've, I've met you outside of Dunn's. Oh, certainly. Oh, no, I'm not saying I don't go yeah. in there. It's the hummus yeah, part I'm not keen on. I have, but I have actually seen you in Dunn's. It never occurred to me. Al Dunn and Dunn's. Yeah, sure. We used to, we used to shop. When, before you went back on the Witness Protection Program, we, uh, yeah. we used to shop in the same shop. This is true, yes, um, with the mighty butchers. But anyway, oh, the one, um, the one in there. Uh, do you use the butchers in in Duns in there? The James Whelan butchers. Yeah. very good stuff. Oh, they are fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, a little bit expensive, but man, the the meat is whoa, it's worth it. Yeah, I'm going to go in this week because I want to get um, Her Majesty a bone. She's never had a bone before, but she now that we are living in the countryside. She has discovered that she likes dead things. So you keep going, oh, what's in Phoebe's mouth? Is it one of her nice, expensive chew toys? No, it's a dead frog. Get it out. Ooh. So she likes dead things. So I've decided we're just going to have to get her a bone. Yeah, I think you should. So she can stop bringing dead things into the house like a cat. That's one of the reasons I don't have a cat. I don't want my dog bringing in dead frogs. Okay. So the dog brings in dead frogs. That's why you don't have a cat. Cats bring in dead things. Oh, they do, don't they? I don't like it. I'm not a cat person anyway, but that would make me really not a cat person. 
I had a cat who used to leave dead birds on my doorstep, which I found horrifying for what? about a year. The... And finally, either the cat died or I don't know what happened, but my, my gifts ceased, which is a relief. But the cat thinks it's doing the right thing. I can see Stevie there just sitting up on you. Oh, yeah, she heard something. Ooh. She heard something outside. She's on patrol. She's always on patrol. All right. Never stops. No. <laughs> Stevie Even never sleeps. Five o'clock in the morning because we, we got attacked by bats recently. Bats? So, yeah, if you leave the light on at all, bats come to the doors and the windows and they kind of fly at the light and then she goes mental But bats, bats are blind. What are they doing flying at lights? They fly. If we leave any lights on, a, a bat will come and uh, the dog will go mental. So I don't know how it works. And it's all very worrying at two o'clock in the morning when you're trying to sleep. Well, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just dropped my pen. Um, all right, we're... we're girls. The girls witch. of rural life. Exa- for you, exactly. Don't say where you are, they'll find you again. Yeah. And try and kill you. <laughs> I hate when they do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not overly keen on it either. Because then I'll have to find someone else to do this with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won't have a cute dog. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of doing... The podcast. Yeah, we probably we? should. Yes, we, we probably should start. <laughs> right. So, in the Irish Examiner, uh, I had a different story, but then I saw this story and it nearly broke my heart. Hmm. Uh, lockdown loneliness saw older people write to themselves just so postman would visit. God almighty. And it was so sad. It says older people felt so lonely during lockdown but they sent themselves letters so that the postman would visit and a rock to subcommittee is heard. Alone chief exec Sean Moynihan said cocooning measures had a significant impact on the mental and physical well-being of older people. And that is so, so horribly sad that I've decided that because my dog is, is a good girl at eight months, I think she's going to be a great girl at one or two years. So we've decided she's going to be a therapy dog and she's going to go and visit the elderly. Ooh. You'll have to go as well. Well, you do it every week. You yeah. you do you visit me every week. You're like you're like I'm my little biased, my little carer. Thanks, Neve. Are you eating this week? <laughs> yeah. Well, Did you I, have your cocoa. I had um, a little bit of stuff. I'm feeling like, a lot better. <laughs> That's good. You're looking better. Ah, you're thanks. Looking better, Al. Um, so we've decided that Stevie's gonna do her do her care work and be a therapy dog. Uh, based on that article and she needs to go, go through rigorous training I'm sure but um, we're going to we're gonna do it we're looking forward to it yeah but you you then need to visit but you you like that you visit your old neighbours anyway don't you you like that kind of that, that kind of thing I'm not saying um, I don't but you know I'm kind of devastated because um, our elderly neighbours died last year and we were so close and uh, yeah in their honour I would love to go and visit a nursing home on a weekly basis with my dog and hopefully um, hopefully they will like the dog because I'm biased but I think she's lovely but I think that would be great but if people are out there writing to themselves to see the postman I think we can go and you know spare an hour and go and visit people my, my dad was in a nursing home for, for a good few years uh, before he passed away and uh, I used to go in like a good few times a week and the people in there they're, they're great crack and they love to see anybody. I mean, some of them are particularly cranky, but most of them um, are, are happy enough if you go in. I used to have a chat with, well, a small chat with a lot of people. You make a bit of an effort. But um, yeah, they do love, and they love animals. And they need more animals. There are there are relatively few animals in nursing homes because mm-hmm. all dogs don't go there. Yes. So I reckon our dog could go there. And I just think she'd bring a lot of joy. I think it's a really nice idea. 
And um, oh, listen, it, that's not what we're here for. We're here to entertain, yeah. not to bring tears to <laughs> tears to people people's eyes. <laughs> Yeah, one miniature Yorkie saving the world from loneliness. She's a great girl. Yeah, she's very, very cute. Um, <laughs> what you're... is your current affairs story? I I'm have two. That you're going to get your wild card in this week. I, I will, I'll, I'll get the wild card in because I want to give. I want yeah. to rant about it because I have positive stories. So a rant at the end will, will keep me going. Um, so Good. if if we can't get yours in, well then we'll do mine. I promise you this week. I have two. Yeah. One is about Internet Explorer, which will probably only keep myself and Kevin interested, and you'll fall asleep. So I'll go with the other one, which is <laughs> hungry Germans craving a sausage in the dead of night are increasingly turning to vending machines for their breakfast. Now, Brockfurst and barbecue meats. That's my kind of current affairs story. I'm telling you. There's not enough sausage news. Uh, absolutely. These machines, right, are booming yeah. outside German cities where shops are less likely to stay open for long hours, according to a survey by the German press agency. It's very efficient. <laughs> wow. So the strong... So- these, the, the, I, like vending machines... Um, they, they do the meat, they do milk, eggs and other products to customers outside of core opening times. Some butchers vending machines sell three or four types of sausages. That's ah, good. Punnets have accompanying potato salad so customers can buy all, the need, all they need for a traditional hearty meal. Wow. Would okay. you buy sausages from a vending machine? No, out of principle I wouldn't. It feels wrong. I could buy milk if I was in a real pickle, but... Are they cooked sausages? Um, It's the bratwurst type. I don't know whether they're cooked or not, but they're they're in. I've seen the pictures. Actually, I must. Did I take a a link to this? I think I did. I'll stick it up. Yeah, I'll I'll give it to uh, social media Mel, and she'll know how to put it on the Twitter. Um, there there are pictures of of these vending machines. I'd like to see that because there's no circumstance in which I can imagine needing an emergency bratwurst. You never know when you need an emergency bratwurst. You can never know until it happens, until it's too late, and then you haven't installed the vending machine. Yeah, void. And then you're scuppered. Yep, totally. Where totally. else? Where else would you get it? <laughs> Japan, I, I think, to have a huge association with vending vending machines. Uh, they, they, uh, just the the end. Yeah, exactly. The end. The end part of this story was that they've been known to sell everything from sake to underwear in their um, yeah. in their vending machines. Underwear is what I think of, and I wasn't sure if that was fair or unfair. No, it's very fair. That is, when someone says, would you like to go to Japan? My brain instantly goes to... Underwear, underwear vending, vending machines. machines. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I like, would like to go to Japan. And that's why, that's why we get on, Neve. Um, <laughs> I mean, would you, would you... It's like buying from Amazon or whatever. You don't you don't know the size, surely, you know? I, I know you yeah. know you... Hold on. I know you know your... Well, let me give you an example. Right. I bought a pair of jeans from Amazon. I got them yesterday. Okay. Now, the reason I, I, I don't normally like buying clothes on the internet because because of sizes. I have three pairs of a particular style of jeans by a particular manufacturer. Okay. They yeah. are the very same. They, they're like they're blah, 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 blah. One is black, one is faded, and one is this one, which is more genie. I found another one, which was, which was a, a, a different color. So I ordered it. And it came, and it's the very same style, and it's the very same size apparently, but it's almost an inch shorter than the other three. Oh, and there was no, there was no detail in the order that said it no, was no, going to no. be an inch. No, it, it's my size is thirty-two, thirty, right? I have a thirty leg, short lad. Oh, um, what if it's a thirty leg? Thirty leg can't suddenly be a twenty-nine. That's my point. 
The cat suddenly shrink. But it's 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 it's. I mean, the other the other three are not exactly uniform either. But they're all they're all the like they all fit me and look okay. This thing is an inch shorter than than one of them and a little bit shorter than than the other two. If you've been eaten again, then you might be growing. No, I I I measured it from the from the is it the gusset. <laughs> Uh, not when it was on me. <laughs> I knew you'd love that word. Um, I, I took it from right down. It's just it's it's a different bloody size. So the point I'm making is this: Don't interrupt yes. me. I'd interrupt you. I'm on a rant. Um, <laughs> if if you you do not, you're going to these vending machines for your underwear in Japan. How do you know they're going to be the right size? That's a good question. Um, I was never sure that the underwear was for wearing. That's a whole other story. <laughs> But um, yeah, I have never thought about that. I also dislike buying. We're not things that type. Listen, we're not that type of podcast. <laughs> I dislike buying things on the internet. I had a not dissimilar experience where I bought a pair of slip, very expensive slippers, because I slippers are a big treat. For real, I love a good a good slipper. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I grew up partially in England, where everyone takes their shoes off when they go into a house. Yes. So, uh, which I don't think we do as much here, but slippers are just I love them. Um, so buying from this particular brand for years and suddenly the slippers arrive and they're two sizes too small even though they say they're my size and they won't take them back unless I pay 18 quid postage and packaging oh, you see, never see use them again. this is my issue right I'm going to have to send these back and I don't know how to yeah. do that I'm going to have to ask my, my oh, daughters how do you do it and I'm sure it's going to cost me yeah that's so annoying tell them there's something wrong with it and that you um, well there is it doesn't fit me it's not the same size yeah. as it said it was or else you could attach a lovely piece of um, jaunty fabric for an inch in the bottom and have like <laughs> this or is the an length. orange inch. <laughs> this is the length this thing a, should be. Start a trend and have multicolored jeans. Yeah. Start patching them up. Make yeah. them longer. They did that well, I'm back. sorry for your trouble. That's very frustrating. Thank you very much. Um, and that, that, my friend, is why we don't. I don't buy stuff on the internet. Well, I buy a lot of stuff. I just don't buy clothes. And that is fair enough. I thought I'd treat myself. We've all got calls. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Do we want to go on to your uh, culture? Culture. And yeah, let, I'm a let's, bit excited. And let's run some Bach. Let's run some Bach. Uh, I am excited about this one, or I will be excited when I get vaccinated. But three days out, heritage sites all over Ireland have waived visitor fees. Ooh. Effective. In- we lost you at effective, so just take it from effective from. Well, that's that's ironic because <laughs> it wasn't very effective. <laughs> effective 2021. Uh, and I, I can't remember what brilliant, amazing thing I said after that. OPW, OPW <laughs> visitor run sites will be free to enter for the rest of 2021. So there's loads of places you can go now. Yeah. Um, so I think they have, uh, I was just briefly going through the website there's something like and i'm gonna totally get this number wrong something like about 68 different places that you can go to now for free you would have paid and the one that i really want to go to is kilmainham jail i've always wanted to go and now it's free so you can go in i guess you got to book your appointments but anything that's run by the office of public works is free to help us get out and about uh when we all can and blah 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 um, and uh, now that the old inter-county travel is resuming, yep. that could make the summer slightly more interesting for 
uh, families, people, and for me as I go to Kilmainham Jail. Kilmainham Jail is great. I've been there many times. Uh, last time last year, I went with my brothers. My brother works in the uh, OGP, is that it? Um, so we it did... is the Office of Public Works. OPW, sorry. Um, and we went last year, myself and my three brothers, uh, because we hadn't been in, in a long time. It's really good. It's, it's well worth seeing. One it's of my a... piano students claimed he got a, a hand on his shoulder in the basement and he's a very practical young man yes. and he said I don't believe in ghosts but I went to Kamenum jail and apparently there's like a downstairs scary part and he said someone put his hand put their hand on his shoulder and then he realised you know he's the last person in the line no one could have so he claims that he felt something moving you'd love that kind of thing him. oh I, that's the, the reason I want to go <laughs> it's one of the reasons I want to go <laughs> Yes, I love. Can I just oh, say, the face you made there is more Neve than I've ever seen you. That is the reason. <laughs> Very much Neve. Well, there's loads of places you can go. You can't quite get into the burial chamber at Newgrange, but you can get into the visitor centre. I told you, we yeah. can if you say you're going to do a programme there. Yeah, you're I going know. to pre- present and I'm going to produce. We can get in there. Will you just organise it on the on the RTE head of paper? Yes, Well, obviously I we will. have to make the programme, but that's not the point. <laughs> You can also go to Dublin Castle, Kilkenny Castle, and loads of fabulous places. So that's my culture piece for the week. All the wonderful heritage sites that we can go to for free. Um, yeah, listen, it's a great idea if you're vaccinated. By the way, did I mention I'm vaccinated? Ha! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, well, um, multiple uh, yes. Times. Well, no, unfortunately, <laughs> I've only been vaccinated once, but I've been vaccinated with a good vaccine. Well, they're all good, but uh, with with the Pfizer one, which I was pleased about. Um, yeah, lucked out. Yeah. Um, right into my um, culture, which listen, it's it's uh, it's tradition now. It's a top ten. Oh, excellent! And I have three of them here, right? And two of them are kind of a little bit sad. Well, they're not. There's there's the top ten love songs. I got rid of the saddest songs of the of of, of all time because after last week, top ten places to visit in Europe after COVID, or the top ten things we learned in school that are now useless, which I think is the one we're going to go with. I would. That's the one I would pick. That's, that's what I thought. One. Now yes. it's a, it's an American one, and they get like some of them are not applicable here, but some of them are. Uh, reading a clock with hands. It's a bit sad that people think that's useless now. I, I would, like it. I like an old-fashioned clock. I would agree. I have a watch. I have a proper, not proper, but I have a, an old-fashioned watch. I like them. I stopped wearing my watch at, at around the beginning of COVID. My battery went, and I, I took it off. I've been I've been wearing a watch since I was a kid. I took it off and I haven't put it back on since. Also, they said at the time, I think, that germs can gather on, on the on the strap or whatever. Uh, but oh, I am, yeah, it probably can. Probably yeah, I'm still looking forward. Well, don't care now. I'm vaccinated. Um, I am... <laughs> I'm looking for. Are you vaccinated? Yeah, I did. I don't know whether I mentioned it or not. Um, no. I'm. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to send it off and and get a battery and uh, get it uh, get it done and maybe stick it back on. Um, but having said that, uh, without my glasses, I probably can't see it at this stage. <laughs> but I, um, yeah, I, I'm also the same. I didn't need to know the time for the last 14 months, so I haven't <laughs> worn a watch. Yes. Well, you always operated on Eve time anyway. I always will. Mm-hmm. And. That's, that's the way it should be. Power to me. Exactly. How to sew, it says here. Should be taught, I believe. We should still learn to sew. We should learn to sew well. You think? Get the hole in those pants fixed. Hmm. Yeah. I think everyone should learn yeah. to sew. I mean, what are people going to do? it's important. Use your clothes. What are people going to do when they get jeans that are too short for them and they can't sew on the extra inch at the bottom? Case and point. Exactly. Even foiled. 
Yes. There you go. You should learn to sew. I believe that everyone should learn to sew. Mental maths. Um, really good for you. Yeah. I could never really do it that well, and I still can't, and I refuse to improve. Okay. So. I've got an iPhone. It's fine. Yeah. Well, th- and that's the point. People don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, how to spell things on a calculator? Do you remember that? <laughs> Boobies. Yes. Because <laughs> it doesn't the matter. Only one I remember. Yeah. Well, it's it's the, the obvious one. Um, because we we don't need it's to do it anymore. Roman. It's really sad. It is, isn't it? Roman yeah. numer- Roman numerals. What are you going to do if you get a, a watch that has hands and Roman numerals? Yeah. You're going to need to know this stuff. How are you going to know when when your favorite program in 20 years time when you're looking at it and at the very end they always have? Oh no, they don't anymore. Do they? They used to always have you when do. it was made in Roman numerals. Um. Yeah, I think Roman numerals are lovely. I think they're a really nice traditional thing to know. I'm a fan too. I mean, quite again, useful. what's that? They're quite useful, and sometimes in movie titles, the odd time. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Rocky Four, Rocky IV. Learn your Roman numerals. They always come up in the table quiz. Ooh, but then you have your your phone to answer those Cheat. questions, don't you? Yeah. Apple Watch. Yeah. The first twenty-five digits of pi. Did you learn that? Uh, I didn't know the first twenty-five. I think. It's 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 recurring. Uh, I think it's and I, I need to actually I'll check that. It's twenty twenty two over seven, isn't it? Um, because I, I think it's recurring. Um, so you know it's 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 five and I could be wrong. In fact, I probably am. Let's just double check. Twenty four three point one four two eight five seven one four two nine. Just off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, nothing <laughs> to do with the phone. Um, I uh, I do remember learning pi and learning. Probably not the first 25. Not the first 25. I might have had a handle on the first five at some point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was more interested in eating pies, to be honest. Of course. That. Oh, there I see what you did there. Uh, the, fr- the Memorizing the periodic table. I was good at that. So was I. And I you- enjoyed that. Oh, yes. Just uh, You'd be good at just memorizing things in general, I'd say. Just I like memorizing things. Get it in there. It's never going to go until something else goes in and takes its place again useful for a table quiz very true um how to use long division and long multiplication god yeah i could handle it at the time uh don't want to know about it now again i have an iphone yeah and that's that's the thing but it's still useful to know i think and finally um how to play the recorder Now, I actually love the recorder and have a beautiful medieval-style wooden recorder that I, I love to play. Why does that um, not, not, not surprise not me? Not surprise you, but I, but I really like woodwind instruments and always did. But, um, God, that screeching, awful, hacking, honking sound that the, the musically ungifted amongst us would have to make. <laughs> When they were being taught Sonia Gallon Lay. Oh my God. Uh, can I just say, don't you dare include yourself in the musically ungifted, uh, Miss Musically Seriously Gifted. Oh, I wasn't. What? Oh, I wasn't. Oh, wasn't. Don't say that. I wasn't really. I wasn't really. <clears throat> but when you go to like when you go to a class and you'd have to hear someone who had no more interest than the cat and sounded like a cat and you'd have to sit through recorder. Oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Punishment. Yeah. Punishment. Yeah. That's that lot. Let's do your wild carder. Uh, what have you got? Now, I'm going to fly through this kind of quickly. 
<laughs> because I don't want to cut you off. How we'll, much time do we have? We'll get. Well, we've got about six minutes. Okay. Well, I will fire it in. Whiskey Distillery employs full-time sniffer dog. So the. Oh, funny enough, my dog has actually just stepped on my laptop and um, taken away the story. <laughs> uh, here we, <laughs> um, here we, so this, she's actually oh, get off. Um, good thing you're cute. Newly employed sniffer dog helps with quality control at a whiskey. Uh, at Whiskey Maker, Will so Rocco is a one-year-old cocker spaniel. He's been used to sniff out imperfections in the wood to make barrels at Grant's Whiskey Distillery, and he is—he's um, been trained at length, and he knows how to help not only the product, but apparently he's boosting morale. And he has a worker dog, so he's not supposed to be kind of treated like a cutesy. Uh, like your dog. Pet. Not my dog. My dog is, um, yeah, my dog is purely. She's purely for for show and packs a serious punch mm-hmm. when she wants something. Um, she's for cuddles. This dog is for whiskey. So yeah, trained six months. Trained for six months, and apparently he's bringing uh, joy and happiness to the team. Even though they have to really respect his break times and respect his work, because Rocco is a very serious part of the squad. Uh, he's not a workplace pet, and he can't be disturbed during break times between his shifts. Boost morale as well as uh, quality control for the whiskey. That's my wild card story. I Dog told news. you. I told you that I know someone who thought that those the, the dogs at the airport and and at customs that that sniff out drugs that they thought they were actually hooked on drugs and that's how they got them to sniff them out. So I'm presuming that person now thinks this dog um, likes a drop. Yeah. Oh, she does. She likes a little drop. That dog <laughs> only likes the best, though. That's why she can sniff out the, you know, the, the bad ones. Sniff out the bad stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but dogs, what can't they do? Well, yeah. <laughs> Steve's been sitting there all the all the way through on your on your lap, hasn't it? Hasn't she? Yeah, she's um she's she's mooched away now to go and do something else. As you do. She's got a lot of jobs to do. She's got um. We've got some barking to do now, so we can look forward to that. Well, listen, it's a job, isn't it? Yeah, someone's got to do it. Mm, keeps her happy. What is your wild card? Because we have we have not got to your wild card for the last while. I'm happy with that because it means I have to do less research. There's Stevie. Um, <laughs> motorcyclists. Yes. Now, motorcyclists. I think I mentioned before, my first job uh, when I left school was as a, a, a junior postman, right? So you delivered telegrams on a motorcycle. Okay. Yeah. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Actual telegrams. Oh yeah, they were. Um, they, they were very right. much. They were very much the uh, the text message of their day. Um. So, yeah. um, the the post office on post as it is now would they they sent us off a bunch of sixteen year olds to learn how to drive motorcycles and because you had to pass your test before you could do this, which was brilliant. So you spent two weeks intensive training and then you did your test and you passed your test. It does sound like a recipe for disaster to me. Well, listen, it didn't mean we weren't a bit mad, but it meant we knew certain yeah. things and we we actually had a license. Stevie, um, we had a license to drive the bikes. Now, the first thing you learn, <clears throat> our first thing we were taught was as soon as you move, get your feet up. Okay, I'll remember that. Do that remember that because what right. really annoys me driving around, you see motor- motorcyclists going around with their feet down. Now, the logic in their head is that if they fall, well, then I'll be able to push myself up. What they tend to forget is they're on a motorbike. Once you're going at over seven or eight miles an hour, if you fall over and your foot is down, the first thing you're going to do is break your foot. Oh, 
it's not going to save you. It's going to break your foot. Yeah. So what we were thought was get the foot up as quickly as possible. If you're trying to save yourself, put your knee down because your knee will fix itself faster. Or at least if you go down, you'll hit your knee, not your foot. And that that will fix faster than your foot. Keep your foot up as quickly as possible. Did you have all the full gear, protective? Oh, yeah. That was great. The the great thing about it, it wasn't like being a courier for for a normal company. It was the post office. So they they kitted you out in everything. Um, I bet you look very slick. Oh, let me tell you. But, um, but that, that, so that's that's what grinds my gears. These guys on motorbikes who, and I've seen them, and some of them like just don't take their feet up at all. They keep the foot down again, as if I'm, well, if I fall over, that's going to save me. No, it's not. It's going to rip your foot off. Oh God, I will look out for that. I know what you mean. I just can't think that I've seen millions of them. Um, I live with a motorbike driver yes. who has never had an accident. Luckily, yes. And hopefully we'll never have an accident. With a bit of luck, they are very um, dangerous. Yeah, no good to me. I don't want to arrive anywhere that I need to be, like going to a wedding or whatever on a motorbike. I, I, I pay too much for my hair for that. <laughs> exactly. So it's no good to me. But yeah, I think he's, I think he's a safe and responsible driver, would, would, would hope. Um, but yeah you you just, don't know what he does when you're not looking at him I don't I, when I'm not looking I think he probably just eats a lot Dave I think he's probably just yeah he's, a, he's an eater mm, yeah um, but he's a yeah. personal trainer so he can eat a lot because he's doing yeah. stuff all the time he's, he's definitely a ferocious eater um, but yeah I'm, I was now that I, I am a rural dweller yeah I have been passed out so many times on these roads where they're very windy and there's only space for one person really and the speed limit is 80 in some of them and I've been passed out at a ferocious speed by motorbikes and it just makes me so worried for everybody involved. I, I would agree but those guys to be fair generally have got their license and they know to get their foot up. I'm talking about the guys around Dublin, uh, couriers and on the 125 bikes and on some of the smaller bikes and their foot is down all the time. Again the first thing they're going to do is bust their foot. I shall make a point of yelling at them. Uh, there's no point. There really is. <laughs> That's 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 my rant out of the way, and we're over time. Are we? Yeah. Um, but I imagine it was great crack as a sixteen-year-old to have the freedom of a motorbike to go around delivering telegrams. Oh, on. it was. It was fantastic. It was great fun. And again, it wasn't a case of you know, it's not like being a courier where you you get paid by the amount of things you deliver. Um, no, no, no. We were in the post office, so if you got like ten telegrams to wherever, that was two and a half hours. Yes. Wow. So, you know, I spent a lot of time drinking tea. I probably shouldn't be saying this, because, but it's a long time ago. <laughs> They're not going to catch you now and make no. you pay back the hours that they exactly. paid it you was for. Fully unionised, that was okay. that. But um, no, it was it was, it was was great fun. It was great fun. Um, I have a lot more things that I can rant about on motorbikes, but that's one thing that just gets me every time. Well, I'll look out for it now, and I'll be very judgmental about it. Um, exactly. It's exceptionally dangerous. That is just about our lot. I'll tell you what, you do the outro now off the top of your head, and let's see, and then I'll do the real one. But this, I always feel like this is a test. Yo, it is. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're very competitive, and you, you, <laughs> you, you generally pass your tests with flying colours. If you would like to get in touch with the programme, because we'd love to hear from you uh, and some of your suggestions, you can do so at lookitasuniquemedia.ie. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Look at Podcast, where Mel is manning the... This is a very sexist word. Men is, <laughs> is powering the engine yes. um, and doing a wonderful job. 
And if you would like to rate and review the podcast, that would be very helpful for us to help more people find it. And we would very much appreciate your contribution. There you I'm Neve Bennett. You, you got it actually perfect. And just actually, just before we go, I had a, a socially distant cup of coffee with Mel during the week where she, um, I distracted yeah, I her totally and she didn't yeah. really give out about us at all. <laughs> just keep keep saying, look over there. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Fine. Uh, listen, uh, subscribe and leave a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice. And uh, we're well over time. We'll see you next week. I'm Eve Venice. Oh, I'm Aldo. Look at that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. We listen. Produced by Unique Media.